You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 254. Here's I what I it. think is great, Anthony, is the fact that you got uncomfortable and just took that imperfect action, ordered the list so you could start sending out your mailers, because that's where a lot of hiccups are in this game. A lot of people will not stay consistently finding deals because they're not consistently marketing. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash wholesaling inc. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or even MP3 player, it is a no-brainer. To take advantage of this special offer, Again, go over to www.audibletrial.com forward slash wholesaling inc. This is game changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Bam! Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. My name is Cody Hoffheim. I'll be hosting today's episode where we are going to deep dive the term wholesaling. So for those of you that are new to the podcast, what wholesaling is, is simply the art of finding a deeply discounted property. So if you can learn to find off-market, deeply discounted properties, really the world is your oyster at this point. There's so many ways to make money if you can consistently find discounted properties. You can fix and flip them if you choose to do that. You can keep them for rentals if you want to grow a portfolio. Or you can do what some people are doing where you just simply sell the contract or assign the contract for a fee to uh, another cash buyer, another investor. So we are going to deep dive this on how each one of you, especially on this episode, we have a full-time firefighter. His name is Anthony Vetrano, and he is marketing in the Middletown, New Jersey market, and he's a full-time firefighter and does this part-time and just came across his first deal. We're going to walk through on this podcast, on this episode, we're going to walk through step-by-step how he was able to do this. So for each of you right now listening to the podcast, bring out a pen and a piece of paper and get ready to jot down some gold nuggets because he's going to share with you step-by-step how he did this deal. So without saying any more, let's bring on Mr. Anthony Vetrano. Anthony, my man. How in the heck are you? Hey, Cody. Hey, Rhino Nation. So glad to be here. It is I can't an believe it, as a honor. Matter of fact. It's an honor to have you on here. I know you have been going at this like true Rhino um, making this work. You haven't had the easiest story of finding this first deal. I know you have to work full time. I know there's a lot that you have to do. But how did you continue to just keep charging? I did it in waves. And then I'd, uh, t- I did not follow the program as laid out, but without the program, I would have never made it happen. But uh, What do you think turned the corner? Where did you find out where success hit? What was it that clicked that made you feel like you actually got this deal now that you've already closed on, you've collected the check? What was the difference? Well, after the last summit in Asheville, North Carolina, 
Uh-huh. When I was there, I was there with my girlfriend that was my girlfriend at the time. We sat down with a gentleman, Dave Pupo. The Tom Kroll list was just revealed, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And when we sat down for lunch with him, I noticed that he's on his, he's already ordering the list, like right after it was released. <laughs> I'm like, taking wow. massive, like, yeah. imperfect action. Exactly. That's what he was like. I'm taking, taking imperfect action to do it right away. I was going to do it too when I got home, but maybe it would have never happened, you know? So sure. I'm like, you know what? So by that night, I'm making the order myself. So I put that order in and it turned out in my area, it was the best quality of leads of people that I ever spoke to, you know? They were so, much more trying so to be motivated off of that list, it seemed, instead Whoa. of tire pickers and people going, why are you calling me? Where'd you get my number? You know, I was getting more <laughs> of a quality caller. So I, Here's I loved what I it. think is great, Anthony, is the fact that you got uncomfortable and just took that imperfect action, ordered the list so you could start sending out your mailers, because that's where a lot of hiccups are in this game. A lot of people will not stay consistently finding deals because they're not consistently marketing. So the fact that you were able to just say, you know what, if I don't order it now, there could be a chance that I'm not going to order it. And so you just took the action, you ordered the list, you started the mailings. And when you got back home, you were right on the phone with the phone ringing with motivated sellers, which is super, super cool. So here's the thing. Let's go right through this. Let's kind of break it down step by step. So where do you get the Tom Crow list? I had gotten the information at the at the summit. I'm sure it's on the um, in the um, forum. Yeah, and we you will know? even put it up on the show notes for the Tom Crow list oh, for those that hey. understand. There's a lot of people, Anthony, that that uh, in fact, even me, I don't even know what the criteria is. It's done by an individual. It's done by a third party that says, "Hey, you're going to want to try this list. It's awesome." And so we don't even know the criteria. All we know is it helps make that phone ring like crazy. It's been an amazing list. So let's go through this. So you sent out this list. Did your phone start ringing right away? Uh, yeah, pretty quick. And another thing I picked up at the summit was it's good if you can automate mailing. And I would always do authorize one, you know, maybe a certain amount of letters to postcards to go out uh-huh. and it come in. And then by the time I, by the, when they dwindle off, I call again, and there's a big lag. So yeah. I set up with, um, with uh, Chris Vozolo to automate five mailings automatically without me having to do anything. And that was fantastic. Except I right away, I got, I got two under contract. The first two I ever got under contract within two, <laughs> weeks, of, within two weeks of being at the summit after a year and a half of, of nothing under contract. Sure. And I'm not, I'm not blaming the system. I wasn't proactive enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is and, good stuff. So take notes, guys, listening to this. He wasn't being consistent. That's something to learn. But when he started getting consistent, send out the mailings. But I love something further that you said, making your mailings automated. Instead of checking off every single week where they're saying, hey, do you like this? Hey, do you like this? Hey, do you like this? You just said, okay, send out for the next five weeks X amount of mail pieces. I approve it right now. Get going. That way you don't have to deal with any mailings for the next five weeks. It was very automated. That helped in this success for sure, for sure. So when these individuals called you, Anthony, what did it sound like when we're, we're talking about this deal that you just barely closed on? What did it yeah. sound like? How did you know there was motivation there? Right. The one that I just closed. And that's another, another thing. It's about implementing right away or taking care of stuff right away. I just sat down to dinner with for sushi with my daughter, my 18-year-old, uh-huh. 19-year-old daughter. Uh-huh. And a call comes in. I know it's a 732. I know it's a motivated seller call potentially. Uh-huh. It goes to the voicemail. I said, listen, I got to go get this right now. I'll go out to my truck. 
it'll take five minutes. I go out there, it was 20 minutes. This guy was telling me everything, you know, everything about the house, this and that. I was like, wow, this guy did sound like, you know, he was very open, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what uh, was the, was he saying like the home was in distress or did he, how did you know that, hey, this could be something? Well, like the way the Tom Crow list works, I think he was in distress. The house was in, in mint condition. It wasn't a typical wholesale type of house. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that, you know, he, he will, might not have been able to make more payments or whatnot. Not sure. The house, it was move-in ready. I would have painted okay. it because it had some odd colored rooms. Sure. But uh, the end but buyer. But that was a great, was actually a great home. Yeah, a great home in a great location near a college and stuff, you know. So when you go in there and talk to this individual, was it something that pretty easily you came up with a, a price that was agreeable for both parties or did this take a while? It didn't take that long. I got, I basically got it as low as I could get it. That made sense for him. Cause I told, I told him too. I was just like a truth teller. Like the tribe says, I want to be forthcoming. I told him, you know, you could get more money for this. If you list it with a realtor. And he was like, I know that I'd rather get it done quick, convenient, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Said I had, I had listed with a realtor for much higher. It didn't move. And he, it really was not a good experience for him. Mm-hmm. So nothing against realtors. He, he did not, he did not want to go that route. Knowing he could have get more, but it would be less convenient, take more time. I love the fact that you were a truth teller and a truth seeker. You were telling them and letting them know right out front, hey, basically, I'm an investor. I'm not your highest offer. I'm not going to be your highest offer. Your highest offer is going to be listing this with a real estate agent that can put on the market and get a lot more attention from like potential buyers that could offer more money. That's not me. I love the fact, and he said, no, this is out of convenience. This is out of speed. I, I'm not looking for the highest and best. I'm looking for convenience and speed because I need to get out of here. Yeah, he wanted to get on the ski slopes of Colorado. Oh, <laughs> as nice, quick as nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. So you put the uh, home under contract. Yes. What price did you put under contract for? 175 175 and It's a then, townhouse, by the way. And it was a townhouse. Very- okay, okay. And then from there, what did you do? What were you able to do so that you could turn it and and ultimately get paid? Well, I, I put it out to all my my cash buyers. Uh-huh. And it's a little bit tough to say how many I have. I have about 130 in my areas. And then I swapped a list with someone else and picked up another 50. So I have about 180 altogether, maybe. Okay. But I put it out to all of them. Text anyone that had a, a cell phone number. I also send it out to the... Um, emails anyone that had emails and that was okay. that was a learning process for me you know learning how to <laughs> use these you know but yeah. it's good did you feel like you had good uh, attraction to it did you have a lot of individuals interested or just a few not very much because okay most of the people were like rehabbers the, the guy who took it actually the guy who took it he saw me i also put it on facebook in different areas and facebook and stuff and he Got saw it, it that way and uh, he's a landlord, and he loves to rent in that area, especially being at the colleges right nearby and whatnot. And, sure. and as soon as he saw it, he was like, I want this. And he's like, I'll pay you asking right now. I said, well, listen, I'm just taking offers right now. I figured maybe I'd get a higher offer maybe from someone else. Uh-huh. And uh, that did not come to, to be, but he still obviously wanted it. And, and then, so what uh, did he ultimately buy it for from you? Oh, uh, 180 what? So there was a 5000 spread, but there was a little – discrepancy when I spoke to the seller initially, what I told him was going to happen. There was something that wasn't explained right. So I decided to take a, a, a little bit of a hit on 450. Okay. I, I'm thrilled. I'm just thrilled to close my first deal. It wasn't even about the money at this point. 
<laughs> this is about the confidence to let you know that Anthony can wholesale a deal. So it's you about made about cons- what forty five hundred bucks. Forty five fifty was my 45 check. Forty five fifty. And I got it hanging on. on the wall. We got to yeah. ring that victory bell. You know it's coming. Hold on. Oh, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> We are now not Thank only going to ring that victory bell for you. I am going to send you a victory bell as promised when we talked a while back that oh. when you did your first deal, I was going to be sending you a victory bell of your own. And so what an awesome, awesome, you awesome You did tell day. me that as if you, as if you knew I was going to get one. <laughs> All right. I knew it. I knew it. I didn't know if you knew it. And now you do. Here's the point. Now, now that you've done a deal – you're going to see a confidence level within you grow and you're going to see that getting your next deal is going to just be that much easier and you're going to be that much better and you're going to see how it's that consistent marketing and that consistent follow-up. If those chains ever break again, you'll see how that's going to be what, what stops the deal flow. But as long as you can stay consistent on those two channels, you're going to see how these deals will consistently come your way. And it won't be long before deal two, three, four, five, all the way up to as many as you want start coming their way. So Anthony, what would you say if you're talking now to individuals, because we have a lot of individuals on here that are just maybe the first time visiting the podcast or just thinking about getting into wholesaling. What would you tell someone that's brand new in this, knowing what you know now, what would you tell them? I would say... Prepare to get uncomfortable, especially if you have no sales background like I do. I have no sales background or anything. So even though I'm, I can be considered brave as being a firefighter and stuff, uh-huh. when it comes to calling sellers and stuff and talking to them, that was very difficult for me to get over. Now it, that part has become easy. Um, I love it. Also, love uh, it. without a mentor or coaching program, I would have been really lost. It would have took me five years instead of you know however long it did. I have been in other programs. I checked out other programs, even joined them. And uh, Wholesaling Inc. is head and shoulders above anything I did. So I'm not bad-mouthing anyone else. I'm saying Wholesaling Inc. is fantastic. The tribe helps you guys do your job, by the way. They're amazing. The community is amazing. They help you. That's right. I love the community. I tell people that all the time, that it's not just the mentorship or the coaching. But it's the, it's the community, and it really is. It really encompassed Jim Rohn when he says, you're the average of the five closest people that you spend the most time with. It's You can find those individuals right here in the tribe, and you just see it help catapult <laughs> your success and help get you your first deal a lot quicker because of the people you're around. Oh, that's a huge thing about the summit, too. You're amongst all these positive people that are kind of like-minded. You know, they're looking to improve their lives. They're looking to... Be, do, give, have more, you know? Yeah, so yeah. It's great. Like when I'm at the firehouse, people are, well, I'm not going to badmouth anything. But on most <laughs> jobs, on most jobs, I've had many jobs before uh-huh. I was a firefighter. People talk about other people, you know? It's like, why don't you talk about some ideas and ways you can improve yourself and, and your community? I don't know. It's just a different sure. way of thinking. Read it some is, good books that are not just novels or whatever. Right. Well, oh, I love it. What, let's talk, speaking about books, we always like asking also every one of our guests, what would you say is a book that if you were to mention a book to everyone listening, a book to help Anthony out to help him on his journey? Well, the greatest mindset changer and the greatest book that I ever read was um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. I know. By Robert cliche. Kiyosaki. Yeah, because it totally made me look at money a different way. He says somewhere, I don't know if it's in the book, but Robert Kiyosaki, I heard him I quote, heard him quote 
the rich and the poor don't think about money differently. They think about it oppositely. Right there, a bell went off. I said, wow, I'm doing everything opposite. <laughs> you know? Sure, sure. Um, and that's rhino exactly success right. really rhino helped give me some success. Juice, Scott Alexander, was, I just yes. interviewed him on the podcast last week. And he was, oh, he did wow. it. You want to talk about a rhino? This guy got on um, the podcast without a voice. And by the end, he's kind of, he's struggling at the beginning to find a voice. He was sick. And he was like, he sounded like the cartoon, uh, the kid from the the, the Simpsons. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, by the end, he was, fi- he was finally finding his voice and he just charged through. He's like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cancel. And no, I'm not going to reschedule this. I'm going to charge right through this and show that people that I'm a rhino. And I'm like, you stud. Good job. So Rhinoceros Success. What a great, great, great book. I, I couldn't agree more. He's the man. I think everyone in the tribe loves him. He, and they do. They do. Well, Anthony, this has been an amazing podcast episode to help individuals all across this great nation realize that they can do it too. And everyone's first deal could be, you never know when it's going to happen. It took a little bit longer on this one for you than you would like, but guess what? You did it. Who cared? Like at the end of the day, you did it. This journey led you to where you are today and you'll realize that life doesn't happen to you, but life happens for you. And you're going to see this fire just kindle inside you and and you're going to see your next deal come a lot quicker. And for that, I am super excited to see what it looks like here in the near future for you. Yeah. I've learned so much on this journey over the last year and a half. It's unbelievable. I can't wait to see what the next year holds. I'm hoping to do a hundred thousand in wholesale gross in the next, in this year, 2019. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast today and for sharing your message. I know there's so many individuals out there that this will resonate with that are thinking, how will I have time to do this? I have a full-time job doing this. There might even be firefighters listening to this. And to each one of you out there, you can do it. Wholesaling is just simply the art of finding a deeply discounted property. And I know you can do it. There's so many ways of of being able to, to do this. And there's so many mentors out there that coach this. And if it's something that you're looking for, help yourself on how to build a successful wholesaling business, go over to wholesalinginc.com. It's wholesalinginc.com and book a free strategy call with our team. And we can begin to talk and strategize and see if it is a good fit. And if not, it is okay. But if so, we'll get you well on your way to finding your first deal in wholesaling real estate. Until next time, guys, God bless. And we'll see you on the next episode. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.